Welcome to the Don Diva Coaching Talk Radio Coaching Evening Edition. We'll start the evening off with a dynamic coaching hot topic of the day regarding COVID-19 and the power of no and self-care, including social distancing. The reason we're, we're talking about the power of no and social distancing because they go hand in hand with life management and being able to improve your happiness and also learning the skills that are pertinent and being able to, to engage in the power of no and knowing how to increase some of the happiness in your life and reduce the blue in your life so that way you can be able to increase the happiness and have your social circle and have your social distance increase but increase your social circle of happiness your eternal circle of happiness your eternal light and not miss your mark but bring your light into your life and reduce the level of, of darkness and the levels of of social, you know, unrest, unhappiness, or that feeling of animosity, you know, that feeling of when you want to just scream. Now I've gone, been gone for a little minute and things like that. As you can hear, my voice is a little messed up and whatnot. I've been gone and everything else, and I feel like it's like Mortal Kombat. Finish them, you know? Finish him. It feels like COVID got to me, but I don't have COVID or anything like that. I've had a cold for a little while. It feels like I've been fighting all my life. So I had to take some downtime, self-care and everything else. And then I had to take the power of no and really literally take the bull by the horns and just really um, take on this cold and just whole Adrian Rocky, you know. And send this cold out of here with the with a whole veterans tabs. So now that we've had this brief moment of silence for my cold and everything else, I think we can get on with our coaching session. (laughs) So as we're talking about different things, I think where we left off the last time was we were talking about, you know, getting hooked into understanding where we get hooked into our thoughts and things like that. And, you know, practicing the expansion and whatnot and going from there where we're struggling with different things and going from there and finding ways to now become into the present and taking breaths and self-care and things like that. And now we're going to go into the power of no and the power of social distance. And with covid 19 a lot of us have gone into this freak out stage of trying to worry about you know am i going to get sick am i am i am i am i this that, and the other and none of us were prepared for any of this you know this natural pandemic epidemic and things like that but one thing covid did teach me is to be in the present 
you know, just take time off, take downtime to just peace be still and do nothing. And the power of no, I'm not doing anything. You know, I'm not going to pull my hair out and scream, you know. Nobody's going to ask me to do anything. I refuse to do anything. And I will just straight up pour me a glass of water, sit back, relax, and do nothing. So now that I have my glass of water, I'm sitting back. I'm just telling you, like, I literally took time off to just take a couple of breaths. So we're going to do an exercise on that. And then we're going to talk about the power of no. Um, in this, simple ways to get in the presence of the power of no is literally take 10 breaths. This is a simple exercise to center yourself, connect with your environment. And that is where social distancing comes in. Practice it throughout the day, especially anytime you feel yourself getting caught up in your thoughts and feelings. Take 10 slow breaths, deep breaths. Focus on breathing as slowly as possible until the lungs are completely empty. Then allow them to refill by themselves. Notice the sensations of your lungs emptying. Notice them refilling. Notice your rib cage rising and falling. So let's do it right now. Again. Notice the gentle rise and fall of your shoulders. So you should be able to inhale. Exhale. As you do that, the rise and the fall, you should feel that. And as you do that, be in the present and feel that up, down, and rise in the fall. See if you can let your thoughts come and go as they just pass by. Just like passing cars, driving by as they pass outside your house. Expand your awareness simultaneously. Notice your breathing in your body. Then look around the room and notice you, what you see, hear, smell, touch, and feel. Then what we're going to do is practice dropping the anchor. This is another simple exercise to center yourself and connect with the world around you. Practice it throughout the day, especially anytime you find yourself getting caught up in your thoughts and feelings. Plant your feet on the floor, okay? Push them down. Notice the floor beneath you, supporting you. Notice the muscle tension in your legs. Push your feet down, like anchor them down, just like you have an anchor, right? It's like an anvil or any weighted thing. Notice your entire body and the feeling of gravity flowing through your head, spine, and legs into your feet. Now look around and notice what you see and can hear around you. Notice where you are and what you're doing. That is practicing being present and anchoring and bunkering down. So it's ordering your steps, guiding your tongue, and planting your feet. So when you notice these five things, this is yet another example to center yourself and engage in your environment. Practice it throughout the day, especially anytime you find yourself getting caught up in your thoughts and feelings. Pause for a moment, look around, notice five things you can see, listen carefully and notice the things you can hear. Notice five things, things that you can feel in contact with your body. For example, watch against your wrists, your trousers, against your legs, the air around, against your face, your feet up upon the floor and your back against the chair. Finally, do all above simultaneously. This is part of mindfulness practice because in the power of no, we'll go over that in just a second. It will help you be mindful when you have to say no or yes to things. And I'll go over that in just one moment. Because in that, 
In mindfulness in your morning or evening routine, pick an activity that constitutes your daily morning routine or your evening routine, such as brushing your teeth, shaving, making the bed, or taking in a shower. These are all things we all do every day, right? But in COVID-2019, I'm sure all of us have been running around like chicken little skies falling, oh my God, we're going to die, right? Nobody's going to die. Hopefully not, right? But the thing is, we've all lost sight of things and we're becoming less mindful of the things that we need to be in the present doing, right? So we need to practice the art of no or being social distancing and gathering ourselves gathering ourselves in order, gathering ourselves together, being mindful and practicing self-care and taking care of our mental health, our mindfulness and being right there in the present. Okay, so when you do it, totally focus on what you're doing. The body movements, the taste, the touch, the smell, the sight, the sound, and so on. Notice that it happening with an attitude, openness, and curiosity, and mindfulness. For example, when you're in the shower, notice the sounds of water as it sprays out the nozzle as it goes across your body as the water girls down the drain. Notice the temperature of the water and the feel of your hair and on your shoulders and running down your legs. Notice the smell of the soap, shampoo, and feel them against your skin. Notice the sight and sound of the water droplets of the walls, the current shower curtain, the water dripping down your body, and the steam rising upward. Notice the movements of your arms and the washing, the scrubbing, the shampoo. Throughout, arise, acknowledge them, and let them come around, going, passing around, just like cars when you're driving in the car on your way to work or if you're for work from COVID, make sure you're starting to realize the cars that are passing by the house for those that have to go to work and whatnot. Then on top of that, be mindful of the different things that you are caught up as you're gazing out the window. Notice the sky, notice the birds, notice the bees, notice different things that are causing you to be mindful of your surroundings, but appreciate your surroundings. All right. Then, as soon as you realize what's happening, gently acknowledge it. Note, note the thoughts that distracted you. Bring your attention back to the different things that are in your surroundings. So as you go, you're becoming more mindful. Then be mindful of the domestic things around you or domestic chores. Pick an activity, things that you can do, ironing clothes, washing dishes, vacuuming floors, something mundane that you have to do that is in your life, work, mindfulness, things that will keep you busy. Something like, you know, like they say, the idle mind is the devil's workshop. So find something that will keep you busy, keep you mindful, keep you in the know, keep you in a good frame of mind instead of having your idle mind, having you going nuts. Then notice how you feel and the new pattern of the clothing or the creases disappearing. Notice the hiss of the steam as you're ironing. You know, something that will keep you preoccupied than having your mind going idle and worrying. Social distancing from different things that make your mind go worrying over things that you can't control. So practice serendipity, the serenity prayers, the things that you cannot control, the things that you can, the things that you cannot. Those are things that will help you stay mindful or in a good state of mind. If boredom and frustration arise, simply acknowledge it. Bring your attention back to the task at hand. When thoughts arise, acknowledge them. Let them be. Bring your attention back to what you're doing. Again, your attention will wander. As soon as you realize that's happened, acknowledge it and then go back to your attention being to the current activity. So then keep your mindfulness on pleasant activities. That is then again like the dog or walking in the park or listening to music or COVID. If you're stuck quarantining in the house, Find something good, find a game, find something to keep your mind preoccupied and being present in the savoring of the moment in the here and now and being in the present. That is what's going to help you do that. So that way it helps you to practice 
mindfulness and we'll go over practicing mindfulness the next session. So we're going to go into the next thing, which is the practicing the power of no. The power of no. This is something that I like to go over with you guys. Create some blue sky in your life, right? So in this, most children or adults go through a phase where their favorite word is no, right? So like, remember when we were kids and you're like, no, I'm not doing this. That's because no is a power word. It gives us a definitive sense of self. The meaning of saying no is an ideal opportunity to rediscover your priorities and sense of who you are. Until we learn the word no, we continue to be overwhelmed. We're just too much to do or not enough time to do something. Have you ever noticed that it's usually important impacted to not saying no, like quality time with self, family, or our health, or stress levels? So with COVID, what's that causing us? Higher stress levels, less mindfulness, kind of like chicken little, oh my God, oh my God, we're going to die. You know, the high bitch. Oh my God, we're going to die. So at this point in time, we've got to stop our chicken little. So at this point in time, we have to get ourselves together, right? We've got to take a hold of all of that. We've got to write down what's scaring us, right? So start writing things down. We know at this point in time, vaccines, we're waiting for all these answers. We're waiting for answers from the CDC. We're waiting for all of our managers to give us advanced directives. We know people are out here panic buying. So we know we can't control all of that. Okay, great. So we got that understanding. Mindfulness tells us, okay, no, I'm not going to panic. No, I'm not going to pull my hair out. No, I'm not going to go around here. Oh my God, this guy is falling. Okay, I know that I got to be mindful of all this, right? So I know I got to social distance from people who are spreading misinformation. I know I got to stay off the internet if it's starting to bother me. I know that I got to turn away from certain things that are starting to really get on my nerves. I know I got to social distance from those that are doing disinformation. Okay, so we made those rules. Okay, so you've got to practice the art of no. No, you're not going to give me misinformation. No, I'm not going to go out here panic buying. No, I'm not going to go out here buy 10, 15 stacks, bundles of different stuff. Okay, so we have all that. So we practice the art of no. So then we go on to the next thing. So we've learned that we're going to say no when we continue to be overwhelmed with too much to do or not enough time or we've got too much time on our hands. So from there... Have you ever noticed that it's usually important that we find the things of not saying no or where we get caught up? And then we have to say to ourselves with our family or our friends and our stress levels that we identify that. Whether you learn to say no more often or just learn to say yes on your terms, it's time to release yourself from the burden of pleasing others or not pleasing yourself. Then from there, give yourself time and freedom to be and do what matters to you. Let's get started with this. When is it okay to say no? You have to learn how to identify that. You absolutely must say no when you're stressed or overwhelmed, when you're already doing too much, or when you're sick and tired, or when you're overwhelmed with something like a pandemic or epidemic or something you don't know how to manage. Okay? So, from there, you need to remember, you have the right to say no when, someone, when it's someone else's issue, when you feel taken for granted, when it's something you don't want to do, when it's something you much rather do, or when it takes away from your values, wishes, or is causing you stress, or when you need or deserve some time to yourself, or when you need to relax, relate, release, or regroup. Then also, 
what in your life do you need to do or when you need to identify when to say no or when you need to sit down and write down what do I need to do to take down time or social distance and say I need to take time to be mindful of. Then, what currently stops you from saying no to these things when I need to self-care or say no? Then, you have to identify what are my beliefs about saying no or social distancing or giving myself time to self-care or be mindful. Simply answer the questions that would say whatever springs to my mind. Don't worry if it makes you feel contradictory in that because you have to be able to figure out the statements that are going to get you there to identify all these properties and then figure out what part of that is making it part of the problem or solving that problem just to capture anything and everything that comes up for you. So basically, I identify people who say yes are likely to do what? People who don't say yes are likely to do what? People who say no are likely to do what? People who don't say no are likely to do what? Once you can identify that, you are able to say, what I've noticed about myself from doing this is that I know whether I can say no or yes easily or whether I can say no difficultly or easily. And that's whole part of the part of saying yes or no or being able to say I can take mindfulness of I have difficulty saying no or yes. And that's the whole part of it. So when you're saying understanding the yes trap, part of that yes trap is that some people will say yes just to get people out their hair or they'll say it's difficult for me to say no, so they'll say yes. And that is where the yes trap comes in. Why do you say yes when you'd rather say no? How do you benefit from saying yes? Understand the essentials saying no and valuing your own goals, needs, or self-care needs, or mindful needs of saying no. Just flat out no. You know? And you got to be able to say it with your chest when you're saying no. And here's a quote by Mary Little. There is no pleasure in having nothing to do. The fun is having lots to do and not doing it. And that's part of saying yes all the time and never getting your stuff done, but getting everybody else's stuff done. But you never said no when you needed to say no to them, but you said yes to their stuff. And that's part of the yes trap. So you need to identify this. When I say yes, I feel what? When I say yes, I want other people to think I am what? So example, maybe when you want people to like you, you think you're reliable, hardworking, helpful, or to make yourself indispensable. But are you making yourself indispensable to the point that you're not getting the things that you need to do priority-wise, and then you begin to resent being a yes person? Because there's a point of being a yes person to the point of you being a doormat. Stop doing that. By saying yes when I'm saying no to my own life or the things that I need to be saying no to you, but yes to me. So when I say no, I feel what? Do you feel guilty when you say no? When I say no, I worry other people will think I am. Feel that out and be able to say to yourself, what do I feel instantly when I say no? Do I feel guilty? Do I feel like I'm less adequate or less efficient or less indispensable? If you feel guilty when you say no, then stop doing that. Be okay saying no. Be okay with this self-care moment in COVID when somebody asks you to do an assignment and you're like, well, hell no, I'm not doing this. Just say no and say it with your chest. No, I'm going to take me some time off. Forget it. 
But you don't have to be nasty about it. You can mean like, look, I'm taking time off. You can forget it. I'm with my family. And no. And if I said no, I could say yes to these things in my life. What could make... What could you make room for that truly is important to you? Lastly, when I say yes, but I really want to say no, I feel what? So you have to make sure that you're consistent and your yes meaning yes and your no meaning no. Do not say yes when you mean no and no meaning when you mean yes. So basically be consistent and not consistently at being consistent at no meaning yes and yes meaning no. Because you'll start being confusing to the other people who are asking you something and you'll start having confusing, conflicting, inconsistent, consistent at being inconsistent and it's not good. And then identify my biggest fears about saying no or what. Then after that, the other know when you're know when you know your priorities. How can we say no assertively when we don't know why we're saying no? You have to be able to identify why we're saying no. Like if you have a time frame and you have an agenda of things that you need to be doing and you know that you have to get it done in X, Y, Z, three quarters, three fourths amount of time and you know that you're saying yes to someone else but you've got this thing on your agenda that has to be done at this amount of time, then you tell that person, no, I have this to be done. If I can get your stuff done afterwards, then yes. But otherwise, no. That's assertively telling someone, I have my stuff to do. If I can get your stuff done afterwards, that's fine. But otherwise, no. In order to say no effectively, you need to be in touch with what's important to you to know your priorities in life. And you come first. You have to learn when to put yourself first above everybody else's stuff before you compromise yourself in that. Then it's much easier to say no because you're clear on what you want and what others are expecting of you and then from there you let other people know that your top priority and then they come next and then it goes down per stirpes and then after that what's most important to me in life then what would i like to spend more time on where would i like most to spend less time what is my top priority this year what is my top priority this month and what is my top priority this week and then if i can have magic wand i would do this then after that, create more blue sky in your life and what top three, top three priorities in life are right now. You identify those three things and knock them out each week, each month, each hour, each day. And then how am I meeting my top three priorities in life right now? Once you can identify all these things, you'll be in a good position to start working your way down and starting to be able to get up, get out, do something. And then you will have a whole mantra of where you're going with that self-care and getting yourself in priority order and being able to have the art of saying no, mindfulness and getting things done productivity-wise. And post-COVID, being able to go and get out and do something without feeling compromised in your self-care, priority order, and mindfulness and doing it with a flair, but not to the point that you're compromising your priorities, which is yourself and the things you need to do. Then on top of that, managing the guilt. That's another thing. Managing guilt and all of that is as you learn to say no, you'll probably feel more guilt. And then assuming that it's not genuine guilt that requires 
you know, remedial action from you. Congratulations. This guilt is a sign that you're making important positive changes in your life. Then evaluate each situation. Changing gradually is just fine. Then soften the blow and then practicing and then feeling good about yourself as you do that. And in, in what specific areas of situations in your life that you need to say no more about and then your new beliefs about that and then techniques that you can see yourself using and then you're saying no plan and then on top of that the power of no and then your action plans so with that hopefully you'll be able to say yourself i have all these techniques down and then being able to have the simple things to go further now in my coaching sessions i'll give you these different techniques and we'll go even further deeper into these things but this is just like a baseline of the power of saying no and using the mindfulness and your self-care tips of all of that so that you'll be able to go through covid 19 and with mindfulness and the power of saying no and also social distancing and finding a good way for you to be able to use the art of saying no power of saying no and social distancing and also being able to keep your sanity with COVID-19 and also seeing yourself through it without losing your crap and screaming so literally we have finished COVID-19 finish him and we have literally gone out and we sent COVID-19 out with a whole veteran's taps. So we have pretty much gotten our self-care tips, our mindful tips, and COVID, we're all going to just batten down the hatches. We're all good to go. So, like, dude, we're good. So pour your drinks up. Do what you got to do. Everybody, we're out of here. I'm going to take y'all out of here with some good music. I hope y'all enjoyed the whole session. And this is Don Diva Coaching. See you next time. Amigas en crisis matrimonial. ¿Sigues con la idea de separarnos? Sí. Y el insólito pacto de un esposo que podría salvar la relación. Vamos a darnos 100 días para ver qué pasa. 100 días para enamorarnos. Una historia que los emocionará, los hará reír, llorar y reflexionar. De lunes a viernes, 9-8 Centro, por Telemundo.